Welcome to Area 2071, a research-driven metaverse podcast. Hey everyone, it's George from Area 2071. Area 2071 is a project of Blockchain DXP. In this podcast series of Area 2071, we focus on metaverse, everything related to metaverse and NFT. This podcast primarily focuses on education, information, research and news about metaverse across the globe. We will discuss some latest news, technological innovation and adoption of metaverse. We will also discuss how cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology merges with metaverse. Finally, we also focus on Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of metaverse. So, let's kick this thing off. Hello fellow citizens from Metaverse, it's George from Blockchain DXP. Today is the 1st of July and I'm really hoping the second half of the year is better for Bitcoin, Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse and the overall economy. If you are in UAE, the petrol prices kicks up today, maybe in a decade from now where everything revolves around Metaverse, particularly the travel industry, we may not have to worry about the price of petrol. In today's episode, we are going to kickstart by looking at the price of cryptocurrencies that are linked to Metaverse platforms. So we would be looking at the price of ApeCoin, Decentraland, Sandbox, Axie Infinity and Theta Network. And this might change over a period of time, probably in the next couple of six months, in the next two years or so, there might be other cryptocurrency platforms that are added onto the list. In today's market, we are also going to be looking at the market cap and the 24-hour trading volume only of the Metaverse platforms. And to be completely honest, they are not looking good in comparison to last week. Again, I'm really hoping the second half of 2022 is much better. In today's episode regarding Metaverse everything, we're going to be talking about politics in the Metaverse in the near future. Is there a possibility of a political rally in the Metaverse and with elections taking place in U.S.? towards the last quarter of this year, could we see a political rally in one of the Metaverse platforms? And by 2024, will there be a presidential debate in the Metaverse? And that will be a really good idea. We will also be discussing the five senses in the Metaverse. Three of those senses is what Metaverse is currently aiming to solve. The other two may be in the next decade's time or maybe more. Next, if you are a business person, we will look at how can you explore the benefits of Metaverse. We will look at Area 2071, that is Metaverse Everything podcast that we at Blockchain DXB have. I'm planning to have a daily podcast starting from Monday, but let's see how that thing materializes. We also look at the top 5 Metaverse news from the world and top 5 Metaverse news from UAE. So welcome everyone, it's ATM here in Dubai, you're listening to Metaverse Everything. Where we solely focus on Metaverse, we also cover top 5 Metaverse news from around the world and top 5 Metaverse platforms from Dubai. Metaverse Everything is a research-driven podcast focusing on educational and informational content about Metaverse and its impact. Also, Monday to Thursdays, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and also Metaverse. 
and how the series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news and occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the crypto world and I'm hoping from next week onwards, that is from the 4th of July, to start having a podcast solely on Metaverse, which I'll be talking about later in today's episodes. And in the Crypto and Coffee at 8 podcast, we also cover two news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So, let's kickstart today's episode on Metaverse everything. So, today is the 1st of July 2022 and the price of ApeCoin is $4.63. Since the last 24 hours, it is marginally down by 1.30%. Decentraland, that is Mana, is at $0.87 cents, and it's marginally up by 0.08%. The sandbox or sand is currently at $1.12 and it's at 6.29% increase since the last 24 hours. Axie Infinity or AXS is $14.54 and is up by $1.46. Theta Network or Theta is $1.19 but since the last 24 hours it is down by 3.26%. If you look at the market cap, it is not looking good at all. And the entire cryptocurrency market has been doing terrible since the last 7 days. The market cap is around $11.2 billion. The 24-hour trading volume though has gone up by 8.91% and it is at $2.2 billion. Now when the 24-hour trading volume goes up and when the market cap goes down, it literally means that people are selling their tokens and cryptocurrency. So definitely not an ideal situation. Now in today's episode, we'll be looking at the politics in Metaverse and what is it Metaverse can do in order to smoothen the process. Politics is a very touchy subject, especially Biden and President Trump is in the news quite a lot lately. But in this episode, we are going to take a neutral side, at least from the politics side, and focus more on the technology behind Metaverse. Ideally, Metaverse should be apolitical. An apolitical metaverse platform would be an ideal situation. I really am not sure if we are ever going to get there. Now, Bitcoin started as a movement towards separation of money and the state. Let's see how that thing materializes. In an idealistic world, Bitcoin should have already created separation of money and the state because it has been around for over a decade. Again, this is in an idealistic fairy tale world. So far as politics and metaverse is concerned, it would be really cool to have an apolitical metaverse that is, no politicians can have an impact. Now currently, politics and politicians can infect day-to-day lives in ways unthinkable. Look at the gas prices in UAE. The gas prices have shot really up. Now yesterday, when uh, at night when I tried to leave the gym and I was looking at the queue, And I was wondering what the queue is all about, but the queue is absolutely massive. And it's only because the prices of petrol are increasing in UAE. And this is because of politics. So having politics can have unintended consequences, even to people who are not involved in politics. While Metaverse is still in its infancy stage, could it be possible to have a political rally that is only in an apolitical Metaverse? Meta is definitely left-wing and Meta's Metaverse 
they'll favor only politicians from extreme left wing. If you look at Meta's last few posts on Instagram and MetaQuest's posts on Instagram, you can definitely sense that they are focusing extremely on the left side. They are giving preferential treatment only to one set of political ideologies. There is a very big difference between preferential and treated equal. Meta is a dominant player in the metaverse only because of the number of users that they have. So having a political rally in Meta's metaverse platform will be an absolutely terrible idea. But let's look at some of the positive sides of having a political rally in an apolitical metaverse. This is an apolitical metaverse where platforms running metaverse, that is the dApps, is completely distributed and not centralized by an entity. So let's look at some of the positive sides. The first one is it would be easier to join a political rally because of the travel restrictions, that is, let's say the COVID-19 and monkeypox. And in future, I'm sure there's going to be another pandemics as well. If the political rally is on a metaverse, it becomes easier for absolutely anyone to join. You can also connect with people better. Now, rather than showing your own face, you can just have your emojis. The difference is if you have your emojis, you may not be able to show your emotions. But let's say if you were to use your own face, then you can show your emotions. I was listening to a podcast earlier. I think it was called Welcome to the Metaverse by Luke Franks. He was talking about how there is an area of study in psychology that actually measures the level of excitement people get when they're, let's say, in a live concert. Can they use the same thing in a political rally as well? So during political rallies, it could be possible that you can look at the excitement level of people who are attending the rally. If you look at a marker rally, people are really excited, they're really passionate, they're really courteous as well. So having a political rally does save a lot of time. Your travel time literally cuts down to zero. It is cost effective. If you look at the cost of the VR headset, something which I talked about in the previous episode, Meta or Facebook plans to have the headsets and the price tag is just around $100. And remember, this would only be a one-time investment. So $100 equates to roughly around 367 dirhams, which is a ridiculously low amount. So it does save a lot of cost also. And so far as the quality is concerned, I have a mixed reaction. At the current stage, the metaverse is not ready. But if you look at it, let's say in a decade's time or so, the political rallies would be much more user-friendly. The quality probably might even be much better than a live situation. So dust save time literally to zero. It is cost-effective and it may offer a much qualitative experience. Again, it will take time. Another thing is, if you were to have a political rally in the metaverse, there might be a way where you can take a live poll from the audience and the results could be absolutely instant. Needless to say, it's only going to be one side of the party, but we'll just get an idea or an indication of which direction the politics may actually end up being. Now, let's look at some of the negative aspects of having a political rally in the metaverse. If it is, let's say, in a censored metaverse platform such as Meta, the platform could censor individuals with conflicting political views. And this could happen in a political platform as well. So let's say in an apolitical platform, if the number of users 
do actually support a different political point of view. They may try to attend a rally and try to disrupt the situation or try to censor individual. So they may force agenda of the politicians onto common mass without even them knowing it. Another negative aspect which I particularly think about is central bank digital currencies. Once they are implemented in the metaverse, the ruling government party could actually track your transaction details in the metaverse. So let's say, let's say if a normal citizen wants to attend a MAGA rally and if the governing body is a Democrat, they would actually be able to track that, hey, this person has gone ahead and attended a MAGA rally in the metaverse. So let's try to have cancelled culture imposed on him. Let's restrict his payments. Let's restrict his transactions. I'm going to be exploring this in detail. On the 8th of July, I have a session called Central Bank Digital Currencies, The Basics, Threats to Freedom, and Its Role in the Metaverse. So you can always get more information on that. It's a completely free event. It takes place on the 8th of July from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Gulf Standard Time. So we'll be exploring the role of central bank digital currencies in the metaverse. Another drawback is having a political rally in the metaverse could also lead to one particular party promoting only their own beliefs. And this happens, let's say, if you work on a distributed metaverse platform, let's say, if the number of token holders are towards a leading political point of view, they might be able to promote only one specific agenda. Another area which I'd like to talk about is only with reference to politics. And this is a, just an idea, a theoretical idea. And I want you guys to just think about this. What if there is a politician with only an NFT as an alpha? You do not know any history of a politician, but the politician is just an alpha image, and that would be an NFT. You have no prior history of that person. But what if using blockchain technology, you're able to track his words and actions? Would you be in favor in voting that person? And this is irrespective of which side of the political spectrum this uh, digital politician is. It could be from the right wing, it could be from the left wing, it could be from centre-right, centre-left. Would you guys trust a political party with no prior history but just having a digital image that is an NFT as an avatar? But all of his words and actions are 100 transparent using blockchain technology. I just want you guys to go out and think about it. Let's say if this politician is successful and if there are any meetings, let's say with NATO or with any top government officials, you can have a holographic image present during that meeting and it could be broadcasted live 24 by 7. Again, this is just in that idea stage with technological advancement. Could this be possible? You never know. And something which Elon Musk had a tweet on his Twitter account a couple of weeks ago was that, would you trust a politicians or would you trust a billionaire? The answer should be neither. In case of blockchain, you should be able to trust the code because Bitcoin started this moment where rather than trusting human element, you replace that by three things. That is cryptography, hashing algorithms and mathematics, which is the strongest technology in the history of mankind. Now, if a political leader is on the metaverse, you will be able to audit his words and actions real time. Also, a couple of drawbacks to it. What if the politician's data is hacked? So, let's say the person signs it to a private key and public key. What happens if that is hacked? What are the actions that would be taken? And what if the politician says something but does something completely different? So, again, 
this is just at an idea stage. I'm sure this can be materialized and looked upon at a later stage. The next thing guys would like to talk about, and this is something really crucial, Metaverse aims to solve five senses. Out of these five, it is currently only able to solve three senses. So we have five senses. We have the ability to see, we have the ability to hear, we have the ability to touch, we have the ability to taste, and we have the ability to smell. So there are five senses. Metaverse plans to solve all five, but at the moment, it's only three out of five. So using Metaverse, let's say using augmented reality, virtual reality headsets, mixed reality and haptic devices, we can solve sight, which means remotely, you might be able to view things, you might be able to hear things, and you might be able to touch things as well. Now, the touch thing is a really brilliant concept that can be done using haptic devices. By now, I'm pretty much sure that you know that using augmented reality, virtual reality, you can remotely see things and you can see it live, even things, let's say, by drone, which has nothing to do with metaverse. You can literally put on your drone goggles and watch things real time. You can also hear things. So let's say a Zoom call, that is also uh, can be done live. The ability to touch, and this is where the augmented reality and VR headset kicks in. With reference to haptic devices, this is the biggest area. So if you are a business person, this is the blue ocean. So working on haptic devices, so essentially what haptic devices are, let's say you put on your VR headset or your AR headset, in the metaverse, if you, let's say, for instance, uh, take a, a bottle, using that haptic device on your gloves, you might be able to touch that bottle. Now, here's the interesting part. The bottle could be three different types of bottle. One is, it could be a dense glass bottle. So, the feeling of holding a glass bottle will be completely different to, let's say, holding a plastic bottle. These haptic devices will be able to identify what kind of bottle is in the metaverse. And accordingly, you would feel or that's the whole sense of metaverse of touch. You will be able to feel the difference. What if it's a can? So you might be able to feel the exact feeling of touching it. That's where the sense of metaverse is. And at this point of time, three out of five has already been solved. But what about the other two senses in the metaverse? That is taste and smell. In the next decade, or maybe the next century, it might be possible that you might be able to taste something remotely. I'm not sure how this would work out. Even smell. So let's say if you have a relative or loved one in another country, will we be able to smell that person? I really am not sure. Using neurotechnology, can we trick the brain into giving a false sense of feeling of the other two senses, that is taste and smell? So as we know that Neuralink by Elon Musk is working on putting a chip into our brains, using that and using neurotechnology, can we trick the brain into taking care of the other two senses or tackling the other two senses in the metaverse that is taste and smell which means let's say you put on your ar or vr headset there is a restaurant in the metaverse using neurotechnology or the neural link the chip in the brain can we get the sense of taste and smell as well i really am not sure probably in the next decade or maybe in the next century that could be possible what might happen in the next decade or probably less so far as the AR of your headset is concerned, is 3D printing. Now, Meta has uh, published a video where they go ahead and explain the different prototypes, but probably in the next decade or less, there might be 3D printing. What does the 3D printing mean? It means you might be at your home and you might be able to 3D print your own augmented reality headset 
or VR headset rather than physically buying it to the store. And this is something I'm pretty much sure Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg and Meta might have already thought about. That 3D printing can actually solve quite a lot of other problems as well. And again, it's just at an initial stage because if you look at 3D printing, what kind of a headset will you print? There are so many challenges to that. It could be an entire industry altogether in Metaverse also. So again, Metaverse currently solves three out of five senses. The other two, that is taste and smell, can neurotechnology and Neuralink, or can there be any apps that can build that could trick our brains into taking care of those two senses as well. The next thing what I'd like to quickly talk about is, let's say if you're a business person, if you want to do something right now, what you can do is, you can open up a virtual store in a Metaverse platforms. Now, one thing to note is if you're opening a virtual store in the Metaverse platform, you need to get it right the first time. There is no second chance. The experience needs to wow the customers. Having just a regular virtual store beyond expectation will not do. It has to be a wow experience. What you can do is in that virtual store, the customers can probably try out the products and this is where the mixture of augmented reality and haptic devices kicks in so let's say you have a grocery store in the metaverse as a customer using the vr headset you can actually go into the grocery store pick up a bottle of let's say a ketchup and you will be able to see it feel it touch it at the moment not taste and smell it but and then put it back that is what you can do right now that is something which you can do right at this moment it might take maybe less than six to eight months to go ahead and build it. Buy now, pay later is an option which is slowly building up in the fintech sector. You've got to start accepting buy now, pay later options in order to stay ahead of the competition. And that might just be a case for survival. Now, just some technical consideration, let's say if you're a business person and if you want to start something in the metaverse, you need to look at three things. First is interoperability. It needs to be interoperable. So let's say if you're opening a virtual store in Decentraland, a person in other platforms such as Sandbox should be able to access that too. A person in a centralized world can be able to access that too. By that mean, let's say a person who's using Meta or Quest 2 should be able to access that too with absolute ease. The second thing is the service needs to be completely free. And the third and the most important thing is the experience needs to be unique. When you talk about unique, we always look at 10x. So if right now a customer, if he wants to buy anything, he can go to his mobile phone, he can go through his online details, and it makes life so much more easier. But using virtual reality or augmented reality, the experience needs to be 10 times better than the physical world. And we need to get it right the first time. So when you're trying to build something, focus on getting it right the first time. The next, guys, what I'd like to talk about is Metaverse Everything Podcast. Now, as you guys know that every Monday to Thursday is I have crypto and coffee at 8. What I'm thinking is from the 4th of July to start Metaverse Everything Podcast from Monday to Thursdays and on Friday, an entire weekly recap. So in that Monday to Thursdays, I'm thinking of focusing on three things. That is the price. News in and around Dubai, UAE and Middle East and finally have podcast interviews and Ask Me Anything series. So under price, I'll try to cover the top cryptocurrency platforms linked to Metaverse, top crypto coins and tokens used for Metaverse and at a macro level discuss some news. I will not be giving absolutely any investment advice. And the second part is regarding Dubai, UAE and Middle East. 
I'll try to give news and updates regarding metaverse only technological updates and events that are taking place in and around UAE. And finally, I'm trying to have podcast interviews with startups in UAE and focus more on the technology and the software aspect of it. So what I would recommend you guys to do is in case if you guys have any feedback or want to be part of the Blockchain DXP's Metaverse Everything podcast, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com or info at area2071.com. Now the next two news that I'd like to talk about is top 5 Metaverse news of the week from around the world. Then we look at the top 5 Metaverse news regarding UAE. Now the first massive news is Facebook has rebranded the Facebook Pay as MetaPay while they're continuing to offering payment services for items online stores and Facebook Messenger, Instagram and WhatsApp. MetaPay will do exactly the same but for Metaverse. MetaPay will essentially help you to buy digital items, art and tickets for the virtual events. So the Facebook Pay has been rebranded to MetaPay. With MetaPay, you will be able to buy digital items, artwork, tickets to virtual events. So this is taking place. Meta is definitely being a front leader. The next news is about Siemens. Siemens is working on digital twins. So Siemens forges digital twin deal with NVIDIA for Metaverse. NVIDIA is an American multinational technology company based in Santa Clara, California. And they have partnered with AI hardware software vendors. So Siemens have partnered with AI hardware software vendor NVIDIA on digital twins. So they are planning to build an industry metaverse. They will connect NVIDIA Omniverse and Siemens Accelerator. So I'm just going to briefly explain what Siemens Accelerator is and what NVIDIA's Omniverse is. Siemens Accelerator without an E is a new open digital business platform featuring a curated portfolio of IoT-connected hardware and software, a powerful ecosystem of partners and marketplace. So this is going to be a massive news. What is NVIDIA's Omniverse? It is a new era of three design collaboration and world simulation. It is an easily extendable platform for 3D design collaboration and scalable multiple GPU, real-time, true-to-reality, simulation. Omniverse revolutionizes the way we create and develop as individuals and work together as teams, bringing more creative possibilities, efficiency to 3D creators, developers and enterprises. So this might be a massive deal and we might be able to see some products maybe less than two years from now. The next news is HTC's mobile phone. They've released a new mobile phone called as the HTC Desire 22 Pro. And they are advertising it as a metaverse phone. So go through YouTube and the advertisement is less than 30 seconds. So essentially HTC is advertising it as HTC's new metaverse phone. This includes crypto and NFT wallets also. And it is preloaded with Viverse. Viverse has apps that are linked to metaverse. And you'll also be able to manage your crypto and NFT. So I'm not sure if you guys are into HTC phones personally. I only use Samsung, but if HTC has something really unique, I definitely would think of having maybe a second phone only to use it in the metaverse. The next news is from India. Airtel, which is owned by Bharti. So Bharti Airtel launches India's first 20-screen multiplex in the metaverse. So the multiplex will be a 20-screen platform with access to content portfolios 
from leading OTP partners available on the applications. I could not find much information about it, so hopefully it's still work in progress. And they've just advertised this news, but having 20 stream multiplex would be absolutely phenomenal. And the market in India is massive. As long as it is free, I'm sure you might get a lot of user adoption. The next news is from Japan. And this is from a company called Moi, which is spelled as M-O-O-I. So the news is, Moi partners with Japanese content giant to build a sustainable metaverse ecosystem. And they've just launched it yesterday, that is on the 30th of June. So Moi Network will be featured with various metaverse platforms. Moi Network is a sidechain of Clayton blockchain and a high-speed network that can handle 4,000 transactions per second. To be honest, I haven't heard of Clayton blockchain, but Clayton is an open-source public blockchain for all who wish to build, work, or play in the metaverse. So what I'm going to do is, next week, I'm going to be researching more about Clayton blockchain. It's spelled as K for King, L for Larry, A for Alpha, T for Tango, Y for Yellow, and for November. So Clayton is an open-source public blockchain for all who wish to build, work, or play in the metaverse. Now, this is something really interesting. Finally, guys, I'm going to be talking about the top five metaverse news of the week from Dubai. The first one is the Area 27 podcast by Blockchain DXB called Metaverse Everything that I plan to start from Monday onwards and it's going to focus only on Metaverse and special coverage on Metaverse and news from Dubai, UAE and Middle East. So it's going to be from Monday to Thursdays and on Friday we have an entire week recap, something similar to what you're listening to right now. The next massive news of the week from UAE is a company called Magnati. Magnati is an Abu Dhabi payments firm that fast-tracks its entry into Metaverse. Magnati is owned by Brookfield and UAE's mega bank for FAB, that is First Abu Dhabi Bank. It is making the first step with the aim to be a leading player in the Middle East e-commerce Metaverse space. I did read through the article and the CEO has put up a fantastic blog on LinkedIn. So definitely worth reading through his article. What he talked about is something called as experiential commerce so rather than e-commerce. They're focusing on experiential commerce. Now, I'm not sure if it is still at an idea stage. What I plan to do is next week, I'm going to drop in an email and I really want to have him on a podcast. So I'll try to have a podcast with him for roughly around 40 minutes so we get more information what the idea stages at what stage of the project they are in. When I did try to research, they do have a work in progress already. So I'm pretty much sure that they're past the idea stage. They've got the funding and the work in progress has already started. So it'll be really interesting to get an update from them. The next news is about Thumbay Group. And this is a massive group in UAE. They plan to open UAE's first hospital in Metaverse. And it's going to be launching in October. So the virtual hospital, we will see avatars of patients and consulting with doctors. So imagine having patients and doctors in an altar format as long as they solve the three senses that is sight, hearing, touching. I think it should be fine. I'm not sure how the other two that is smell and taste is going to work, but it's going to be really interesting to see. Once October kicks in, I'll definitely have a recap on this. The next one is from Abu Dhabi and this is to do with virtual office in Metaverse. So Abu Dhabi firm plans to open virtual office in Metaverse. So there are two companies, that is Digital Farm and Metafarm. So Digital Farm and Metafarm 
are opening a collaboration with UAE's former lab. So they are mostly to do with marketing and they are trying to build something on Metverse. The next and final news, and this is a unique one, and this is to do with Rolls-Royce, the luxury car brand Rolls-Royce. The brand is Phantom, which is involved in Metaverse. So last week, Gulf News had an event called as Web 3.0 and Decode event. Now, Dubai's Metaverse firm offers highly customized Rolls-Royce Phantom the NFT way, and Rolls-Royce was displayed at that event. Alexandro Danton, he was the one who modified the Rolls-Royce, and Alex Danton of Danton Arts Customs has been modifying cars for almost two decades, and he's from France. So what they have done is essentially they have created the NFT of the Rolls-Royce. So the original NFT of the Rolls-Royce will be reserved for the person that buys the physical real-world car. And that NFT will serve as a certificate of ownership and authenticity. Currently, there are over 10,000 other NFTs of car available for purchase on a marketplace called ericfavre.io. My big question is, this Rolls-Royce... Once it gets into the metaverse, we as users, are we able to ride that Rolls Royce? That would be the perfect use case of having this NFT in the metaverse. So the five senses definitely has a lot of potential in the metaverse. So that's everything guys from Metaverse Everything Podcast from the 1st of July. I'm really hoping that the second half of 2022 is bright both for the metaverse, for the cryptocurrency and the economy also. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And please, if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com or info at area2071.com. Check out my website, that is blockchaindxp.com. Also, check out area2071.com. That has all information from the metaverse. If you like listening to this, please follow this podcast. Please give it a five-star rating and share the word across. Thanks so much for listening and have a great weekend. Bye-bye.